Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the Leading Ed Cricket Podcast, a podcast with many firsts going on today, a podcast now hosted by the Sports Social Network, a first for county cricket using the juke balls, a first for the podcast appearing as a, a question on the chase last Friday, and a first round of county cricket is in the books, and a hell of a round of cricket, Richard. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome, Rob. Welcome. Morning, mate, or evening for you. For those that don't know, Rob's in New Zealand. I'm in England, so it's morning for me. Um, yeah, it was a hell of a round, wasn't it? Really interesting stuff. First day, it sort of took a little bit of time to get going, didn't it? But by the end of the first round, we have seen history being made, Rob. Um, I've got to just correct you on one thing. The chase, that was a repeat. We've been on the chase twice now. <laughs> it was a repeat. So. As if they do repeats of the chase. <laughs> oh, I know. I knew the answer. Knew it. So, yeah, she still said ice hockey, that woman in the final chase, when, she, when they asked what sport does the leading edge podcast cover ice hockey all i can think is she's thinking of the blade like like mm. she probably has visions that you take your boot off and like off of the blade. <laughs> i don't know but it's nice to be on a quiz show as a question who knows maybe we'll be on a quiz show again in the future hmm. mm, who knows Tease. who knows Tease. you decide um but yeah very very exciting stuff going on county cricket's out Loads of new signings. We did the preview podcast. They've been received mm. by you guys really well. Thank you very much yeah. for that. But there was new signings even before the day, first day, you know, Thursday rolled around mm. 10 a.m., 11 a.m. for kickoff. First mm. balls. Like, there was changes from, yes. from the podcast were released on the Monday to who was actually available. Yeah, people were scrambling, weren't they? One or two injuries, one or two people just trying to get the business in order. But we're just going to quickly cap that off because obviously we did do the previews and it would have excluded this. Or had a bit of old info now. So Essex first off, they uh, they they announced big signing a big Victorian Will Sutherland, all six foot five of him. He's got stress fractures in the lower back, uh, mm. not a good place to be. So he's not going to be coming across. Essex wasted no time and they replaced him with Kiwi Doug Bracewell. Rob, um, he's he wasn't available for this first round of games, but he is going to be involved in the second round. Um, so yeah, good for him. Thirty two year old team. He's recently recording for Test sub as well, wasn't he? Yep, I, I think he's a, a hell of a pick. He is underrated for his bowling because New Zealand's been such a, 
a good mm. performing test nation for quite a while now, but generally he would have played a hell of a lot more. Also adds good value with the bat. Interesting selection for Essex, though, when I look at it and you've got Simon Harmer, you've got Porter, you've got Little Chef, kind of going, where do you kind of want to mm. mix things up? A genuine all-rounder, I think, would be a good mix or a top-order batter. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so let's move across Northamptonshire. There is a Northampton in Australia. I've driven through it. So that's what they're probably trying to recreate now. Um, so they've already signed Aussie Sam Whiteman, Northampton. And now they've brought two more. Well, they've signed two more anyway. So first off, 31-year-old Aussie seamer Chris Tremaine joins for the first three county championship matches. And he was involved straight away this week. And we'll talk about him shortly. Um, he's got a great record, Rob. 170 appearances, 288 wickets at just 24, nine five-wicket hauls. That's not a bad signing. If you do recognise his name, he, he did play for Australia in a few ODIs back in 2016. Uh, and also, just to get everything in order, they can complement that signing. They've also signed a fellow Aussie, Lance Morris. Another bowler. He's going to be joining for the following three matches. Um, so it's Tremaine for three, then Lance Morris for three. And he's a bowler, apparently, of genuine pace. Uh, Bradman, Young Cricketer of the Year, after Sheffield Shield campaign, where he took 31 wickets at just 19 and uh, carried some drinks around in India this winter. Mm-hmm. That's, it's a funny old world, eh? You remember the cricket, how it used to be, where you signed Remember's for the start the of the year. And this is, I sound really old. And this is your overseas player for the year. Yes. And now you've got this guy for three weeks, this guy for four weeks, this guy's dropping in yeah. for a couple of bats, and then it's going to be someone else. But you know, good on them. North fans, they're going to need the support. Mm. They're going to need the depth, and they're going to need to take twenty wickets at some stage this year to win games. Yeah, some good business. Um, talking of good business, Rob uh, Surrey are planning ahead. They're they're really threadbare squad um, that doesn't you know, expand over three pages when we talk about them, bless them. Um, they're going to be without Ollie Pope and Ben folks. That's what the expectation is. Um, <laughs> Twitter agrees that Ben folks will be not playing for Surrey. Oh, and he will be <laughs> playing for England after you put out a very polite question. I'm so chuffed to that. It was an overwhelming response of, yes, of course, Ben folks will be playing for England in the Ashes. Um, but they've, uh, they've gone and signed vast experience Kiwi Tom Latham for the five rounds of the county championship. Uh, his first game is not going to be until June the 11th. But whilst the Ashes are on, it makes sense. They've signed a player that can replace the quality of the likes of Pope and Latham. And um, Latham's not replacing Latham, is he? Pope and Folks, obviously. Mm. Latham's great. World-class mm. opening batsman. One of the best around. Averages more than 40 in Test match cricket. Played county cricket before. Played a bit at Durham. Played a bit at Kent. But overall, decent record. Over 1,000 runs. An average of 51 in county championship cricket with mm. three three tons like i don't think you could bring in a better opener from anywhere in the world no no super signing uh, the strong just get stronger don't they um yorkshire they're the last one we're going to talk about so they appointed uh, shan masood as captain obviously had a great summer last year in yeah. derbyshire he's gone across to yorkshire this year he's unexpectedly been called up uh, to the limited overs pakistan squad so he is going to miss some time so in, in order to just kind of cover themselves uh, they've brought in shy hope the west indian uh, batter wicketkeeper um, he's going to be playing in the first three games. And again, similar to, uh, to Tremaine, he was playing in this first round of games. So they made the signing last minute, but he's straight in the side uh, and contributing straight away as well. Yeah, cracking signing. And you'll find out in a few minutes if you've not seen it. Did all right for himself day one. He did all right. Not a bad player. Useful. Can do bits. Can do bits. Analysis. Is that all the ins and outs? I can't believe we've yeah. got ins and outs on week one. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be like every week, I think. Just lots of uh, shuffling the packs, isn't it, with the international calendar as it is. Nice. Let's kick into a bit of Division 1 Week 1 review, Rich. Where are we starting off in the country? 
We're going to start in Division 1, and I feel bad for doing that because all the big, big stories are in Division 2. I can't wait to talk about the Leicestershire game <laughs> and the Sussex. Tease, 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 but a hell of, a, hell of an impressive uh, performance from them guys. So I'm going to start with the game that finished first. And Rob, you might want to just quickly swap shirts because yeah. Knots didn't get off to a particularly good start, did they? So first result of the season came at a GS Bowl. It was Hampshire Knots, wasn't it? Um, my prediction to win the county championship, Rob, Hampshire overcame newly promoted Nottinghamshire inside three days. Largely seam attack, isn't it? We spoke about it before. The combo, Mohamed Abbas, Kyle Abbott, Keith Barker, they combined for 16 wickets in the game, Rob. Fourth seamer, James Fuller, taking two with seamers, uh, Felix Organ and Liam Dawson getting one apiece in the game. Um, first innings, Abbas, six for 49. He finished with nine for the game, Rob. Knotts just couldn't deal with the with, with the seam attack. It's as simple as that. Um, Knotts, talking about their batting, they were held to scores of just 185 and 177 in the game. First innings, Joe Clark, 47. Tom Moore's 49, not out. The only real resistance uh, with Ben Duckett, 51 and 58. And Ben Slater, 43, top scoring in their um Second innings, um, England hopeful on the not side. Ollie Stone took three for 82 on his debut. Hampshire, 231 in the first innings for them. Marginally better than what Knott's put up, but they just then cruised to a seven-wicket win, didn't they? They reached the 132-run target, minimal fuss. Um, Nick Gubbins, 54 not out, seeing them home. I snuck him on, Rob. I got him on the England watch. I like Nick Gubbins. I've always liked Nick Gubbins. <laughs> you I got in trouble for that, putting Gubbins got, on England watch. <laughs> somebody spotted it, but I like Nick Gubbins. And I'm going to put it out there. He's going to have a hell of a summer. I'm talking the thousand runs plus summer for Nick Gubbins this year. All right, so that's that's my uh, my bold prediction already. Um, the standout performer with the bat though for Hampshire was a 21 year old year old opener, which makes it look when I say his name, it's looking like I've made a typo. But he's called Fletcher. I don't think that's how he says it. I imagine he's way posher than someone saying Fletcher. But it's spelt Fletcher with an A on it. Fletcher Middleton. He's 21. He's a very talented player. He scored 59 and 65, just his second first-class game, Rob. Um, so, sorry, um, parents of Middleton, um, Fletcher Middleton, but, I mean, I need an explanation on that name. <laughs> Might have to go and have a look on Crick Info while you're talking. But, yeah, great win for Hampshire. Bad start for Knox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'd agree. Hampshire, as you, you said, best bowling attack in the league last year, second best at the moment this year, averaging only 18. Uh, Mohamed Abbas, World-class operator. He's got an average of about 16 in Pakistan playing domestic cricket over there. For Hampshire, 100 county championship wickets knocked off in this game. An average of 16, strike rate of 43, economy 2.29. His match average is 8.37 runs better than the other bowlers in the match he plays in. And his match strike rate is 10 balls better than the average for the, the games that he plays in. So that's quite incredible. I watched Fletcher Middleton. I, was, I saw quite a bit of him, and I thought he looked real nice. And they've mm. had huge problems, I feel. And it's not the reason they've not won a title with this amazing bowling attack, but it exacerbates it that Holland, Weatherly, and Felix Organ just hasn't quite worked out over the last few years. Hopefully, he might fill it in. Father Tony Middleton played for Hampshire as well and is still involved there. Can't remember the role. I did see it on Twitter. I think the big turning point for me was Kyle Abbott's second spell. Picked up Joe Clark, picked up Lyndon James, both for a duck. It really solidified Hampshire's position in what was quite a tight game at times. Mm. I thought Joe Clark actually looked quite good in the first innings. You know, he's come under a bit of slack. He's not averaged 40 in a season since 2017, back in his Worcestershire days. Had a better year overseas after a few dang years in T20 cricket. Mm. I thought he looked pretty decent in this um, and potentially like he's going to score a few more runs during the season than he has done the last few seasons as of late. Yeah, Knotts might need it with the way they perform, not getting 200 in both innings. 
Um, that's quite worrying. I mean, obviously, I mean, you duck it at the top, quality performers. But, um, yeah, they just felt like it was missing a little bit of something. You know, the seam attack as well of Knotts. When you look at what Hampshire has done with a ball in this game, why haven't Knotts attacked? You know, you've got Dane Patterson, Luke Fletcher, Ollie Stone, etc. It's um, a little bit of concern. We don't want to, you know, get panicked too yet, uh, too soon, do we? Or just yet. But um, impressive from Hampshire. It's simple yeah. as that. It was obviously a bowler's deck. You know, no one really scored highly, did they? But... Uh, yeah, really, yeah. really, really impressive result. You don't really learn anything about Hampshire other than their bowling no. attack is really good. <laughs> Breaking. <laughs> but maybe I take that away and go, the thing that you've learned is that if Fletcher Middleton's going to be a half-decent opener, mm. this batting unit isn't going to be too damn pretty quick every single week. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely right, mate. So so let's, let's move on to the next one. There's a Surrey Lancashire. So um, this this could be a bit of a title decider, isn't it? That's what we're, we're, we're suggesting. Two of the favourites. Um, so reigning champs, sorry, they got the defence underway against, as we said, title favourites Lancashire. Um, it ended in a draw, a little bit disappointing, but I think Lancashire will most, li- most likely be the happier of the two teams. Um, sorry, dominated the first three days, uh, but at the end couldn't get past the rearguard, a- rearguard action of England hopeful Josh Bohannon. Uh, 187 ball, 108 was decisive. Um, so let's just quickly just look at what happened in the game. So Surrey, 442 first innings, really impressive, I thought. Cameron Steele hit a very good 141 not out. He was a performer on day two, wasn't he? I think honourable mention. Um, Lancashire replied 291. Skipper Keaton Jennings, another England hopeful, top scoring with 76. Uh, and Aussie Sean Abbott doing the most damage for Surrey, 5 for 50 for him. Um, Surrey then followed up 292 for 6, declared, trying to move the game along. And this was the innings all about Ben Folks, Rob, a fluent 103 off uh, England-worthy strike rate of 108. That's what we want. People want strike rates now, Rob. Not interested in anything else. What's his strike rate? <laughs> um, Matt Parkinson, Rob, do you remember a guy called Matt Parkinson? I do. Good. He took five for 120 off 25. That's pretty good. We're talking first week of the season, five for in the second innings. That's what we want to see from him. Six in the game for him. Um, this meant Lancashire was set a target of four for four. Um, they batted 87.1 overs. They, they did not do basball, Rob. Um, as we said, Josh Bohannon dropped the, uh, dropped the anchor down. And then also he was joined by Stephen Croft, a particularly stubborn 54, Rob, off 195 deliveries. That's what we want to see. Blockathon um, to, uh, to bat out for the draw. Yeah, I think both teams would take it, but I think everyone watching is probably a little disappointed with them playing out for a draw, a draw particularly with the star-studded show, Burns, Sibley, I put Sibley in that conversation, Burns, Sibley, Pope, Folks, Smith, Abbott, Roach, Worrell, um, Jennings, Bahannon, Villas, I'm reading names, Colin de Granholm, it's a star-studded game, and Cameron Steele, to me, stole the show, and this is like completely... <laughs> out of the norm of everyone you would expect in this game to go and score runs. Seven years deep into his county cricket career, his first ton in county cricket since 2018 when he scored 160 versus Sussex. 17 games without scoring 50, all the way back to 2019 with this one. Spent most of his time playing for them, batting at 1, 2 and 3. Moved to 7. Right, it's kind of working out for him quite well. He's averaging 50 there from the games that he's played. Put Matt Parkinson, bounce back year relatively quiet after the whole England call-up um, mm. issue going on. Josh Bohannon had a good winter with England mm. Lions. You know, he was borderline conversation being brought into the team before Basball said, hey, no one's changing. We're going to go in with the same units. But 2001 to 2023, 1,800 runs at 45, six centuries, one double ton. 48 strike rate. What's interesting is strike rate was 61 in this game. So maybe a little shift 
in how he's playing from being a, hey, I'm a 50 strike rate sort of guy. And Ben folks, the tweet out there that we put out about folks going, never lets England down, world-class number seven. He scored 1,300 runs in the last few years in county championship cricket, 104 away from home. Mm. That's the thing. They're not all overall runs. They're really good runs. How does he not play in the Ashes? Because there is room in an England team that wants to go crazy and score at six and over to have someone that you can build around at different stages mm. of the innings. And I also put Burns and Sibley underwhelming. I was really looking forward to watching those two bat at the start of the innings, mm. uh, bat at the start of day one. And I came away just feeling a little disappointed and go, how far back in the depth chart are they from playing, particularly Sibley? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Sibley's made the move, hasn't he? He's returned home to the Oval. Um, I just don't see a, a future. I mean, Sibley sort of has developed a, a bit more fluency in his batting, hasn't he, in the last mm. year or so? Um, but I just don't see them anywhere near. We're going to do the, the depth chart soon, aren't we? Look ahead to the test summer um, and roll through all the positions, including the openers. And I, I'm glad we're waiting a couple of weeks while the county championship gets going because it's important, really, isn't it? Because then we can see where the likes of Sibley and Burns probably are compared to where they would have been if we'd have done this a couple of weeks ago. Um, ben, folks, we have to talk about it. And the reason we're going to talk about it is because everybody else is going to talk about it. The media is going to be talking about it. Every interview is going to be talking about it. They want Johnny Bairstow back in. I, I know from a very good source that Johnny Bairstow is netting again now. And he's even said himself that he's not sure if he's going to get picked um, in the, uh, you know, when the first test comes around because he's looked at what Harry Brooks done. You know, the, where is the gap? Ben Folks has done exceptionally well with that and gloves. And that's the thing, isn't it? He's an exceptional keeper. And one thing we were really pushing for last year was Bairstow. If he's going to play, give him a spot and let him just stay in that spot. Yeah. We don't want him to take the gloves again. Uh, sneaky old Johnny Bester as well. And plus, you know, he don't want to be diving around at his age. He can't even play a game of golf without breaking a leg. He's, you know, get some, get some bubble wrap on him and just stand him at slip. Um, so, yeah, the conversation is going to be had because there's a reason, because there's a bloke called Johnny Bester who had probably one of the best summers ever in Test cricket last year. That's why. Um, there are some elephants in the room in this conversation. and It starts at the top of the order, doesn't it? Um, and we'll get on to them very shortly. Mm. Yes, yes, we, we will. Um, title decider. Mm. It's, it's kind of like putting Man City, Man United on first game of the Premier League season and expecting a, a real good game when everyone's <laughs> yeah. not quite firing it. Yeah, it was it was one all, wasn't it? So, right, let's keep it moving anyway. Let's get over to HQ. We're at Lords Rob. Middlesex hosted Essex and a relatively low-scoring affair, wasn't it? But a big win for Essex. Dan Lawrence, a bit of a forgotten man, isn't he, in the, in the conversations anyway about England, but he did spend some time with England in the winter. Uh, but he got off the season to a cracking start. 105 off 204 balls. They put a match-high 2-6-6. Uh, with the ball, Toby Rowland-Jones. Not a bad start for him. Seven for 61. The man likes this time of year. Uh, Middlesex responded with 170. A scorecard that saw an impressive, on paper, top four of Robson, Stoneman. I don't know why I'm holding this up. Uh, Peter Milan and Eskenazi. All... Get up. Rich is, for those on the podcast, Rich is holding a, a cup that says quack on it. <laughs> Cheers, Middlesex top four. This is for you. Um, yeah, that's not the start you want for the summer, is it? Um, but they did have ever-reliable John Simpson, 63, and Ryan Higgins, newly uh, arrived back across from, oh my goodness, uh, Kent? 
<laughs> no, where's it? Where's Higgins come from? Gloucestershire. Apologies. Gloucestershire. Um, he's come. He, he got seventy in his first knock back. Uh, only men in that scorecard, Rob, that hit double figures. That is a proper club cricket scorecard. Um, Jamie Porter six for thirty-five. He's off to a flyer as well for him of fifteen overs. Second innings, two hundred eleven, then set up a target of three hundred eight, which Middlesex could only reach two ten. Although they did make life hard for Essex, didn't they? It took Shane Snader taking two and two very late on to get them over the line uh, for a first win at Lord since two thousand and nine. Um, Sam Cook and Jamie Port are taking three weeks apiece. Solid win for Essex. I'm going to drop another name as well here because we, we, everything's going to be linking back a little bit to the England setup. And a certain player that was very highly rated a few years ago, he made the move from Derbyshire, Rob, Matt Critchley. Um, he's batting at five for Essex and he's got himself two fifties in the game. Um, that's a good start for him as well. Mm. That is a good start. I know you're a big Critchley fan. Um, I'm, I'm going to pick out Dan Lawrence. So Dan Lawrence played in the West Indies. And he scored 91 in the West Indies. I think it was in the first test. And he threw his wicket away on the verge of a really good 100. Didn't really score any runs in the rest of the series. Average 31. I think he got injured. Um, got dropped. Can't get back in the team. You're behind a long conveyor belt of good middle-order players in, in good form. Mm-hmm. His 2022 was his pretty much his worst in county championship cricket. He averaged 22. That's not going to do you very well. Uh, 3.86 below the top six match average for the games he plays in, which is made better by the fact that Simon Harmer's in your team. So that average is always going to be low. But that was hard. He's bouncing back. And the batting was hard. It wasn't always easy for him this innings. I watched quite a bit of the game. He had moments where he really had to dig in. And then he had those moments where he's fluent, Dan Lawrence, where he's tracking the bowler, sticking him over cover, playing it down the ground, playing on one knee. Um, When he takes it to the attack, he's everything an England team under McCullum and Stokes are going to want. How is he going to get in that team? I don't know. But that's a conversation for another day. But this is a big year for him, and this is an absolutely wonderful start. On the other end, you've got Middlesex's top order, 4 for 4, 3 for 15. Um, They were a really poor team in 2021, that top six. 2022, they, they bounced back. Top six average 40 last year. You say 40 is great. Well, actually, it was the seventh worst in Division 2 and they still got promoted. Only just behind Leicestershire. Top six batsmen in Division 2 last year average 40. So, on paper, it's a decent lineup, but they've they've got issues. They've got issues that kind of hang over a little bit. And particularly for Essex, where they've got two really good young um, bowlers that can take wickets. Porter and Cook are exceptional. Shane Snate is sneakily underrated. Mm. They'll always nab someone. And they just put the backs against the wall. And Good old Jamie Porter. Like A few years ago, he was kind of like a, a hot take, wasn't he? He's, yeah. you know, potential mm. England conversation. 19 wickets at 30 in the last few years, which is 4.46 worse than the bowlers in the games that he's played in, which is a problem because Essex have been pretty good. Mm. <sighs> <laughs> I felt, watching the game, he was challenging. He was bowling a really good line. He was moving the ball around. Six for 35, third best career figures that he's got in his first five for since 2020. So you can't ask anything more than that. He was just challenging. And what you want to do, and given that we talk about baseball and we automatically think about batting, it's actually about bowling. It's about taking 20 wickets. And that's, I think, that Stokes goes really under the radar mm. in the qualities that he's bought take 20 wickets. Jamie Porter showing how you can take 20 wickets in a game. 
Yeah, absolutely. That is a really important point, isn't it? It's not just about the batting, is it? That the whole McCullum Stokes ethos. It's do everything positively, no matter what you do. Soak up pressure positively, react, react positively, defend positively, attack positively. But in the fielding side of it, in bowling, what's the point of the game? It's to take wickets. That's it. <laughs> So, so it's a really important point. And it is, it's great to see Porter doing quite well. And they've got Dougie, uh, Dougie B coming in next week, Rob. Strength to strength, adding to that seam attack. Yep, yep, definitely heading the right direction. Excellent. Right, keep going. Kent Northants, Rob. Kent scored a 117-run win over Northamptonshire, overcoming a 227-run target. Thanks for unbeaten knocks from Ben Compton, that man again, and Jack Leaning. 114 for Compton, 67. The real kind of uh, good and bad um, performance from them. 117 all out in the first innings, followed by a much improved 331 in their second. Rob Keogh, top scorer of 116, not out, uh, whilst Gareth Berg got 56. Debutant for North Ants, Hassan Azad, 51. Great to see him in the runs as well. Uh, with the ball, Aussie Chris Tremaine was impressive on his debut, taking the first innings 5 for 44. Um, little England watch here as well. Opener Zach Crawley hit 91 in Kent's first knock. So a wonderful win for Kent. Uh, it could be a key win when we look at the table at the end of the season. Um, and just one point for me from England Watch, Rob Keogh, England Watch, right. We put out tweets every day at the end of play for players that were on the England radar. One or two, Nick Gubbins, yeah, all right, might not be there. But Rob Keogh, there was a lot of people saying, where's Rob Keogh? If anyone wants to tell me he's on the England radar, I will happily stand down now. He did really well by getting his 100. But I'm sorry, Rob, are we in the wrong here for excluding Rob Keogh off England Watch? I, I don't. I don't think we. I, I don't think we are. He's a. He's an all rounder. He bowls. He's got a career county championship average of forty three. Although he averaged thirty with the ball last year, which was pretty reasonable. Yeah. But improved. his batting has improved alongside his bowling. To be fair, from his career average, yeah. three tons last year, two in two thousand twenty one, and he's started with a bang here. And to be fair, gave his team an opportunity of winning. Crawl is the one we're going to touch on. Okay, so. It, <laughs> He's got no county championship century since 2020 when he scored 105 against Hampshire. Since then, 1,198 runs at an average of 31. 1,150s, a strike rate of 53, and a balls per dismissal of 58, averaging three less than the top six for the matches that he played in. Those stats to me, when I look at them, they're almost like his test match stats. Like, there's a guy that's, his strike rate's probably a bit better in test cricket. I think it's about 63. But it's not a guy that you're looking like when Ben Duckett came in, it's going away going away and averaging, you know, 60, and his strike rate's 60 or 70. It, it's completely different ends of the spectrum here. And you could see it in the second innings dismissal where, you've, you've seen it in test cricket, he plays his big boot drives, beautiful when they come off. But when you see him tracking Mohamed Abbas and nicking off, it doesn't quite work. And here he got one that came in a little bit um, and got cleaned up. So massive work to do. Really has to score centuries. 91 looks great. But does anyone yeah. listen unless it's got three digits? No. And that second inning's dismissal. We've seen it so many times. Yeah. A big booming drive, massive gap. You could drive a car between his pad and, pad and bat. Um, and he gets cleaned up. And it's I, I like Zach Crawley. I want to see Zach Crawley in the test side playing really well. He's got so many attributes. But we, we see the same dismissals time and time again, don't we? It's Yeah, it's quite quite difficult. Uh, mm. Ben Compton, more of the same as last year, averaging 57 since the start of last mm. year. Five tonnes, mate. Putting it on the other spectrum, 141 balls per dismissal. Like over twice, mm. almost three times the amount of Crawley, if my mm. mass is anywhere near. But also a match average of plus 16 in that time. Grit, determination, stand-up ability to when it's hard and make runs when it really matters. And if you remember last year, April and May, he was absolutely lights yeah. out. 
and he started again here. Also added a little bit of fluency, I thought, in the highlights package that I watched about it. Um, yeah, I just... It, I can't look at this game without coming back to Crawley. Kent are going to be happy that they've won the game of cricket. But from an England perspective, I look at it and I go, oh, Zach, oh, Zach, <laughs> I want you to do well because I think you Ooh. you can be a huge asset against the Australian new ball yeah. um, and really offer like a, a point of difference to, to what we've had previously against them. Absolutely. Yeah, that'll do. That'll do. Right, let's wrap up Division 1, Rob. Somerset Warwickshire drawn match. Game that never really got going, weather impacted. There was even concerns in the build-up about the wet outfield. Apparently, um, they were even contacting um, uh, Warwickshire to see if they could swap the fixture around because um, it was so damp in Taunton. So, a game that only really got halfway through its third innings. Um, we'll have a quick look. 284 for Somerset and 180 for six. Warwickshire's single innings of 392 was very impressive. Cam um, Bancroft, 44, Aussie Watch um, for Somerset, but 65, Lewis Gregory was the top scorer of that one. Wickets shared across that uh, pretty impressive bowling attack, isn't it? Oliver Hannan-Dolby, Chris Rushworth, Hassan Ali and Ed Barnard. Excellent attack, that is. Mm-hmm. Um, for Warwickshire, though, a couple of Centurions, Rob. Alex Davis, 118 off 153 opening up. And Sam Hain, 119 off 269, a much more... Um, steady uh, 100 when we look at that strike rate um four wickets for jack leach how dare you rob miss him off on the day when i was watching <laughs> nottingham forest get beat again so i couldn't do the england watch rob had to do it and he missed jack leach he hates jack leach everybody i don't know just give Good rob boy. pelters for that um yeah and then the, the second innings didn't get going uh, it was nice to see tom lamanby though take his time 66 120 from from the number one position not out uh, carried his back through to the close of play. Um, it ended up being a bit of a, a bit of a sort of warm up game, didn't it? Really. So, shame we couldn't see a bit more cricket in that one. It could have gone into a really, really interesting finish, but a, a drawn game nonetheless. Mm. Drawn game nonetheless. Mm. Standouts. It, it's got to be Sam Hain uh, on the England radar. He was exceptional last year. One thousand one hundred thirty-seven runs, third in Division One, average of sixty-three, three centuries, and a really classy one hundred nineteen. Interesting watching him play because he's had some white ball contracts overseas in T20 cricket now. So he's obviously got the ability to go. But his first class game is so solid. It's so pre-Brendan McCullum and Stokes that it's just it's beautiful. Absolutely mm. love watching him class, uh, bat. Mm. He's an absolute class act. Um, and I thought Alec Davis was real good. Mm. Second century since moving to Warwickshire from Lancashire. Uh, last one was actually versus Lancashire. is 121 last year. And that 133-run partnership was really the mainstay of a bit of a damp squid about the game. I, I've put about Warwickshire going, it's all going to be about the bowling. It's a good attack. Rushworth, Hannum Dolby, Hassan Ali, Barnard. Mm. Jacob Bethel bowling a few overs of spin. Mm. Um yeah, I did make a note on Tam, Tom Lamanby's 66. Still still not certain on opening in county championship cricket. Record's pretty poor since that Bob Willis trophy final ton. Mm. Um, and Cam Bancroft continues to not do very well in county cricket. Average 22 in this game. Uh, county championship average of 36 overall should be better. Uh, but that's based on having two good seasons and two really poor seasons. What are you mm. going to get this year? Absolutely. Does he want to play in the Ashes? Big question. Come on, Cam. Um, Come right, that's on, Division Cam. Division One. Um, some good performances, good wins, etc. Um, 
Yeah, I, I don't think we're any closer to knowing who's going to be good and who's going to be bad yet. So bring on round two where we might get a bit more clarity. Um, yeah. But we need to get into the big stories now, Rob. The biggest of big stories and the best finish of the first round of the county championship <laughs> was at Headingley, Rob. Leicestershire, historic win over Division Two favourites, Yorkshire. We've got to say they're favourites because that's everyone's saying they're going to go up. Um, Chris Wright, he was the man at eight, batting at eight. The commentators were saying he's not a bad 10, he's an OK nine, but he's not really an eight. Well, he saw them home. A flurry of boundaries. I think I tweeted he looked like a Pete Joss Butler at the end there. Um, he ramped to four to get them over the line and get their first win at Headingley since 1913. Herbert Asquith is his name, was apparently the Prime Minister, uh, Liberal Prime Minister at the time. Women couldn't vote and Florence Nightingale was still alive. Thank you, Mark Puttick, for that on Twitter. Um, unbelievable, unbelievable game for them. Um, Aussie run machine Peter Hanscom, he capped off a great Leicestershire debut for them as well, helping to see them home with an unbeaten 68 to go with his first innings, uh, 101 ball, 112 Rob. So a hell of a game for Hanscom, who has really struggled in county cricket before this. This could be his county, his fifth. So mm-hmm. hopefully he hasn't got many more to get through. Um, this was the big news, wasn't it, really? Um, and on day one, talking of big news, was the first century in the season was a certain Finley Bean, 20-year-old owner. Um, there could be a conversation to be had to say that probably this lad's going to go on and play for England at some point. By the time Root's you know, ready to finish up in a few years, maybe, if, if he is, um, Finley Bean might be there to replace him. Poor old Yorkshire, the best players just get stolen. Harry Brook, Bairstow, Root, Bean could be next. But uh, we were, I think we were told to stay away from him for a while, wasn't yeah, we? And, and the England sets up as well. <laughs> Um, so England racked up 517, didn't they? Thanks to that being 100. But also Dawid Milan, he got three, three figures. Uh, top score of 132. We had a great night watchman or night hawk, depending on how we what we call it now, from a certain Matt Milnes, Rob. Uh, he hit 75. That was an excellent knock from him. Um, with the ball for last year, England starlet Ray and Ahmed, three for 89 was a pick of the bowlers. Ahmed then, he wasted no time getting his season up and running, Rob. With the bat, a fluent 85 off 121. This man is going to be an all-rounder for England. Um, Yorkshire then did move the game along. 286 for 8 declared. West Indian debutant we spoke about earlier, Shari Hope. He top scored with 83 straight off the plane, straight in and performing really well for Yorkshire. Um, and promising your all-rounder George Hill also hit 67. So 389 was set, Rob. Leicestershire, we know what happened, but how did it happen? Rishi Patel, 125, a career high at the top of the order. An excellent knock from him. He laid the foundations. Along with Sol Budiger, a pretty brisk 41 uh, that got him off to a flyer. He came across from knots this winter. Um, Colin Ackerman as well, 72, ever reliable. And then it was the Hanscom right combo that got him over the line. Just some really, really positive batting. Excellent stuff. Uh, a little note as well. Don Best, five wickets in the second innings as Yorkshire tried in vain to stop this Leicestershire charge. What a game of cricket. Unbelievable, you know, Jeff. Every single what's going to happen this year, it's Yorkshire promoted and Leicestershire wooden spoon. And we were exactly the same. And then they go and do this. Um, I'm going to walk through some players to call out. Finley Bean obviously um, looked... A million dollars. Like, he looks so classy. I, I made notes saying superb on the drive, on drive, cover drive, straight drive. Big wrist, whipping it off the legs as well. Big fan of that. And he was going about a run of ball, 80 off about 80, and then slowed down towards the end. Um, for those that don't know that's lived under Rock, he set the county championship second 11 record last year, scoring 441 against not second 11. Against a decent attack of Brett Hutton and Joey Everson playing in that game. Mm. 
721 runs in the Yorkshire Prem last year for York at an average of 45. That's uh, quite a good deal. And actually played for England Young Lions all the way back in under 19. So mm. kind of on the radar and played mm -hmm. against Ravi Bishnoi, who's playing in the IPL at the moment. So highly thought of, four games into his career, played an absolute blinder of a knock to open the batting here. Um, David Milan, since his move to Yorkshire as well, 1,200 runs at an average of 67 and a plus 29 average compared to top six batters in the games that he's played on. And you could see them working together and how good for little Finley being little, little Finley <laughs> being about six foot two, batting with David Milan, that's pretty good um, knowledge to impart onto someone. And I also put question mark, Milan, the best cover drive in the game. When he's fluent through cover, it is, um, it's an out-of-body experience. Hanscom, I talked about him being really poor and potentially a money-saving overseas player, which is completely derogatory, but it was completely tongue-in-cheek at the same time. He held the innings together. It's his, only his second county championship century and his first since 2017. So that is a, a big day for him. Rian Ahmed, the batter, I've put... And this is completely preempting. I put Steve Smith's situation where you end up with someone that's better at batting than Ooh. what the is bowling that comes in as a bowler. And that is not knocking his bowling. However, his bowling to Finley Bean on day one was pretty woeful. Lots of full tosses thrown in. But his confidence as a cricketer is just going to keep growing and growing mm. and go through the roof. Um, love watching him bat. So much time, so much ability. And uh, Patel, first county championship century from 31 innings. He had moments last year, he threw away a 99 against Sussex and 82 against Glamorgan, but taking it to the next level. And what I liked, he batted at a decent strike rate, a 50-60 yep. strike rate, and everyone accelerated around him. It's, it's good cricket. Good old Leicestershire. Enjoy your day in the sun. Absolutely. It's, it's important point you made there, Ryan Ahmed. He's going to find the odd game, the odd innings, the odd spell difficult. And it's growing pains, isn't it? It's not going to be a perfect uh, trajectory for him. So it's good that he goes through that because then he's got a little bit more in his armour, in his, in his mind to go, ah, OK, this is how I recovered from that spell. This is what I did afterwards. Yeah. So that's fantastic, I think, to see from him. Um, Hanscom, this is not the old Hanscom, Rob. This is a new, improved Hanscom. It's a new recipe, Hanscom. Um, this guy, Sheffield Shield run machine, 200 plus yeah. runs more than anybody else in Sheffield Shield this winter. The man is born again. Uh, Leicestershire is his county, clearly. And David Milan, then you say he's got the question, is that he's the finest cover drive? What is he on the ill Ian Bella meter driving? Oh. If Ian Bell is the 10, where is Milan on that, uh, on that I scale? Think Ian Bell's is more pleasing to watch from a cricket purist. And I think David Milan's is possibly oh. the most fluent cover so, drive I've ever seen. So where is it? Where? Sorry, on the scale of um, probably yours, uh, no, I'm joking, um, <laughs> to, uh, to Ian Bell at 10, where's Milan then? Are you saying he's, yeah, he's on a par? Yeah, the leg side. Um, <laughs> nothing's going to be better than Ian Bell's cover drive. Nothing. Okay. Nothing. But it's, it's a close second. Ooh, 9.5. Love it, love it. Right, we, we saw one remarkable win, Rob, and we saw a second... Um, I don't want to say remarkable necessarily because they're two very, very uh, even teams in some respects for Sussex and Durham. But Sussex got their first win of the, on the, in the opening week of the season since 2015, Rob. Um, overcoming 232 set by Durham to win by two wickets. It was a nervy end, but young wicketkeeper Ollie Carter, 33 not out, eventually did get him over the line. Um, Durham's first innings, 376, good start. Alex Lee's played really positively for 79. Uh, he played England lines this winter, and Jamie Smith spoke about when he was batting with Alex Lee's, 
Alex Lees understands what uh, McCullum and um, Stokes wants. It didn't quite click for him last summer, did it? Um, but he knows what it's all about. And I, I don't think we can discount Alex Lees from returning to the England setup at some point. Uh, Michael Jones, 87. Um, Aussie Nathan McAndrew with the ball um, over Sussex. Five for 85. And I'm going to put a question to you. Could he be a difference maker in a Sussex side, Rob, that has never struggled for runs in the last couple of years? Mm-hmm. But with the ball is where they had their difficulty. Um, Indian run machine, though. Cheteshwar Bajara got off to a flyer again. 115 for him after a stunning summer last year for Sussex. Um, innings goes 3-3-5. Durham's second knock of just 189 allowed Sussex back in. Uh, thanks to four wickets apiece from Finn Hudson Prentice and Henry Crocom. Hudson Prentice are going to be a very important player for them after missing last season. Um, good to see promising out with Tom Haynes getting put in. Um putting in a good second in his knock of 64 uh, as that began the chase down the target before 20-year-old Ollie Carter did the rest. Uh, Durham promising start for Aussie spinner Matthew Kuhneman taking six wickets in the game and it was him and Bryden Carter that really put the pressure on um, the, uh, the, the Sussex batsman as that chase was progressing. But uh, good, good win for Sussex and congrats to him. I'm a big fan of their setup, uh, but the way it's looking with all those young players. Yeah, definitely. I, I think Durham actually are going to be quite gutted to lose this because they've got yeah. high expectations around what they're going to do. They've got Lee's back. Uh, Jones had a breakout year last year. Beddingham has been consistently good with last year probably his worst season on record. Mm-hmm. Um, OG Robinson coming in from Kent's a big, a big <laughs> plus point for their top six. But then the bowling attack of Cars, Rain, Potts, Cunningham. That's a really good bowling attack to be playing Division Two cricket, if you ask me. Um, yeah. And more power to Sussex because they really. Uh, really stopped Potts from taking over the game, which he did so often last year. He was superb. Um, but D- Durham's batting was pretty good in this game. You've got to say, Jones scoring runs, you know, a couple of centuries last year, high strike rate, playing for Scotland, doing some really good things. He looked great. Lees looked great. What would have looked better for Lees? Probably the same thing as Zach Crawley, and that would have been scoring 100. And that just, it's so strange and it's such a thing about cricket that's completely irrational. Mm. But if you score 99 at the end of your career, no one cares. But if you scored 100 and it ticks over another box on the stat sheet, then people listen. And the same going, who got the runs? Oh, Lee's got 100. You go, oh no, Lee's got 50. Completely different conversation and quite irrationally. Mm. But they will like about how he's playing the game, scoring at that 70, 80, 90 strike rate. It's going to be really big for him trying to get back into the England team. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, right, let's keep it moving, Rob. Wrap it up. Two more games to go to get to the end of round one. We'll go to Cardiff first. Gloucestershire against Glamorgan, Rob. This was a drawn game. Um, target of 331 was set in the end, wasn't it, for Glamorgan? 110 for three, nowhere near. Just one of those games where they just ran out of time. Um, but just a quick look through, Gloucester 165 and 569 for seven, Glamorgan 404 plus that 110 for three. Um, notable performers, Marcus Harris, the Aussie 59 opening uh, for uh, Gloucestershire, he then got 148 in the second innings. Chris Dent, 78. Chris Dent, Rob, question mark, is he on the radar for England? No, yes, no. I feel it's gone. I feel he should yeah. have been picked, but probably two, three years, four years ago. Yeah, absolutely. So Tim van der Gooten, 5 for 26, off 17 overs, excellent uh, with the new ball um, for uh, for uh, Glamorgan there. He also opens the batting as well. Uh, got a duck, yeah, he did all right. Kieran Carson, I was really pleased to see him come back, Rob, actually, uh, just as we're picking it apart a little bit. 106, really good for him. And Billy Root, Joe's brother, 117, not out. Um, just looking through, 148, as I said, for Marcus Harris, really good. And Graham Van Buren, the captain, 110. It, it was a weird game, wasn't it, this one, really? It, it, you know, it was quite far off a result. 
Uh, you know, you look in the second innings of, of that chase, there was nowhere near, you know, Eddie Byron, 36 off 100 deliveries, weren't really anywhere near going for it or getting there. So it's just one of those games where, you know, if you went to the game, if you're a Glamorgan or Gloucester fan, you can dig into this one. But for us, when we're looking at it, it unless you've got something else to pick, it was, it was just one of those games which just, we move on, round two, let's go again. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Marcus Harris, most runs in the country, 207 runs in the Ooh. game. That's a, that's a pretty good effort. Mm. Um, and Graham Van Buren um, uh, averaged 27 last year. Mm. 27. He's mm. a better player than averaging 27, mm. so good for him to go and get some yes. runs. I was really impressed watching the some of the highlights, and I caught a little bit of it live while I was flicking. Really impressed by Tom Price. Price. I thought he looked he was really good watch, in this Rob. game. Mm. He is on the ones to watch. He was our uh, one to watch on for this team. Gloucestershire will win some games of cricket mm. with this team this year, mm. particularly with Price, who I think is good. Zafir Kofa is possibly going to be the best spinner in the division, and Marchant Lang is probably going to be the fastest bowler in the division. So with that yes. mixture, you should be in a position to win some games. Um, Kieran, uh, Kieran Carlson scoring 100, was yeah, that's great for him. He's got a career average of 30. He's better than that. He averaged 48 mm -hmm. in 2021, um, but they've been bookended by averaging 13 in the COVID year of 2020 and 23 last year. Strong player, great wrists, love good wrists. Um, I'd expect better from him this year because he's better than what he's uh, shown people he can be. And uh, Billy Root, fifth season at Glamorgan, mate. Five seasons since he left Knotts. First ton since 2021. Um, interesting enough, Comfortable batting at number six. He's averaging 49 in his career there. Most of that coming his time at Glamorgan and settling in quite nicely to that middle order. Van der Gooten was um, pumped. Like, if you watch the highlights, mm. he's pumped. He's <laughs> genuinely pumped as he ran through that Gloucestershire middle order. He got Hammond <laughs> LBW, Van Buren LBW, Price LBW, and Taylor LBW all within about 10 minutes. It was absolutely awesome. Love people mm. being fired up. Um, Dan yes. Douthwaite as well. Quick touch on him. Uh, mm. Exceptional strike rate, really poor average in economy rate. So someone that can come in, take wickets, bold 10 overs here, two for 44 in one innings. Um, but the sort of guy that can come in and potentially change the game with a spell, but I wouldn't want him bowling 22 overs like he did uh, in the Gloucestershire second innings. I think he's a guy that mm. bowls shorter spells, come on, take a wicket, get off. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, what I'm going to say, games like that where we haven't, you know, we can't put a focus on every single game, can we? So, I think another week, you know, Gloucester, Gamorgan, they, they are teams that are going to be pushing for promotion, so they'll be more of our focus. But when you've got Leicestershire winning, Sussex winning, that's the story, isn't it, in Division 2? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, right, let's finish it off, Rob. Derbyshire, we're in Derby. Um, Worcestershire won by eight wickets, and thanks in large part to, I think it's a 139-run partnership from Jake Libby, who got finished 104 not out, and Azar Ali, 62. Jack Haynes as well, he was there at the end, 10 not out to get them over the line uh, to go with his very impressive 62. Matthew Waite um, for Worcestershire, a bit of a breakout game for him, 109. I think, was that his first 100? I'm sure you'll tell me in a moment if it was. Uh, but a really, really good performance from Worcester. Really solid win. Derbyshire, I put them down as going up this year, and I'm a little bit concerned after that first round. Mm. Mm. I think I put uh, Derbyshire in the conversation, and I think we both looked at Worcestershire and went, nah. they're not bad. The batting's yeah. not bad. The bowling's not bad. Yeah. But, you know, they're probably not going to be up mm. there. Um, and then they go and 
do this. Matthew Waite, yes, his first century. Also, a fantastic run out of his captain, uh, <laughs> Dolivera, who was on 87 at the time. Ooh. He ran him out, and Dolivera threw an absolute... You could see he was fuming when he walked off. I don't know if you've seen it. No, I haven't. I need to look at it, though. He did the back go when he got into the dressing room. Could you hear the thought? Probably, probably. I didn't see that, <laughs> but I did see him do a massive jump and a kick. So yes. he's obviously feeling it. Um, Jake Libby returned to pre-2022, mm. 404 to win the game. Eight centuries since 2020. Three centuries in April in that time at an average of 68. The move nice. from Knotts has been very, very good yes. for him. Um, Bowler-wise for them, I've just put all-round pretty decent. Mm. Leach, Waite, Tong, Gibbon, Dolivera. They're going to take wickets as the season goes by. No one really let them down during this game. I don't think no one is really going to let them down throughout the season. No. Derbyshire, not horrendous, but no. lacked runs from the two guys that I put into my fantasy team from Derbyshire. <laughs> um, Anna Dahl, who had an exceptional last year, and yep. Brooke Guest batting at number three, <laughs> wicketkeeper batter, had a really good year um, <laughs> last year. Both of them with two big fails. Mm. Last and that's year. the thing. Yeah. Sorry, Sorry go on. Go. No, I was just going to say Derbyshire, really, when you look at that batting card, they've posted decent scores 3 2 1 and 3 4 3. That's not bad early April first round account in championship scores, is it? But just by no. letting Worcestershire get, get a, a really good lead, 150 lead, in, you know, as, as the game moved into its third innings, you're always going to be behind it. But it's one of those performances where I don't want to say worried, but you know, I'm worried because I said they were going to be number one. They were going to go up as champions of Division yeah. Two. This is just a little bit under par, but uh, but yeah, just just I'll let you carry on talking. But Zach Chapel as well, I thought that was a good performance. He took five wickets um, yeah. for them in in the in the first innings and got some got a few runs down at about eight or nine as well. So plenty of hope for Derbyshire, but a, a really good win for Worcestershire. But you yeah, carry yeah. on, Rob. Mm. The, the way they're going to get promoted is to win games, and to win games, you've got to take 20 wickets. Yes. Um, the average 57 with the ball this game. That's mm. the worst in the country. That's not going to win you many games of cricket. The average 38 last year in Division 2, that was the third uh, third worst, and they had a 96 strike rate in this game. So mm. there's there's holes there. Chapel, fantastic. Five wickets. Um, I said in the preview pod saying, is he an upgrade question mark mm. because he's not taken a five for since 2018 and not played a hell of a lot of cricket? Well, he, he did pretty well. If he finishes the season taking three wickets per innings and averaging 18, he's going to be the happiest man in county championship cricket. He's reinvigorated his career. Uh, I said that Lackmail was really poor last year. I thought Lackmail was really mm. poor in this game. And Connors and Aitchison are those two young bowlers that you're just hoping are going to take the next step to get them a little mm. bit closer. But to win games, the, the bowling has to be better. Got mm. to be better because there's definite quality in that batting lineup, Hayda Ali is a great sign in as well. Brooke Guest, mm. if he can get going, Anaj Dow, uh, deploys good. Madsen's been fantastic. Yeah. I think he's the top run scorer in the last decade of County Championship cricket. So mm. there's, there's a lot to like about it. But to win games, you've got to be better with the ball. Got yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think the final word needs to go to Worcestershire, really, because you know, they did get this impressive win. And again, looking through the card, Pollock, Libby, Azar Ali, Jack Haynes, Adam Hose coming across from Worcestershire, hell of a white ball player, Dolivera, Roderick, Waite got 100. That's a good card. You know, and the bowling attack as well. Young mm -hmm. Ben Gibbon, great to see Josh Tong back after his injury, uh, injury situation over the last few years. Joe Leach is still doing it. There's a lot to like with Worcester as well. It's like when we did the preview, we just couldn't quite see on paper where, you know, especially if we had Jake Libby from last year, where the runs are going to come from. You know, it's, it's, it's a fantastic win for them. And a bit like Leicestershire, it's a, ooh, okay, now you have our yeah. attention. 
Mm. Yeah, it makes it uh, makes it interesting because if you want to do a hey stop the count conversation, mm. uh, Leicestershire are top of the table with Worcestershire in second. <laughs> yes, I love that. So um, so that wraps us up, Rob. That gets us everywhere we need to be uh, in the county championship this year uh, so far. So uh, I don't know if you've got fixtures in, in front of you, have you, for next week? Uh, I don't have the fixtures in no. front of me, um, but what I do have is Ooh, some tweets. God. Of going, Ooh, like what that. do we think from round one? I'm just going to run through these. Question, Ben Evanson. More of a question, why do Essex keep getting overseas seamers when they have two of the best in the country and a good third and fourth option? Great question. We asked the same at the top of the podcast. Um, <laughs> Jamie Jones, I'm yeah. the only one thoroughly disappointed with Somerset's performance once again. Probably. But I enjoy the season more than most of the loons on Twitter and Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it was just a bit of a damp squib of a game, wasn't it? So it's, it was a little bit of an unfair game to really get your teeth into, wasn't it? Because it just never got going. So. Yeah. This is a good one. Uh, Jolly 767. Did the umpires at Hampshire need a poo when they took the plays off with scores level for uh, lunch or tea, whichever one it was? What's the inside story? What's the scoop, Rich? (laughs) I don't know. I don't want to use what's the scoop if that was the question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Steve Price, England hopefuls, Overton and Potts both had poor games. Overton was that poor. He's not even got a mention on this. Um, Flat pitches, softballs or just poor bowling? Question mark. Well, Potts, I mean, two for 50, was it, in the first innings? Um, looked pretty good. Um, and then wicketless in the second inning. He was out bold, wasn't he? I mean, they got the spinners going, didn't they? Matt Kuhneman, who's just picked for yeah. Australia over the winter, he was the, the biggest threat with the ballers. They were trying to bowl out um, bowl out to six. But yeah, Matty Potts, zero wickets in the second innings is a, is a bit of a surprise to me. So it's difficult, isn't it? It's such a small sample size. Once we get into week two, let's, you know, this time next week when we're talking about the, the round two, if we're seeing the same things, we have a trend. At the moment, it's just a one-off. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how people return, how people come back. Bowlers have got some overs in the legs now as well. Some bowlers maybe just take a little bit of time to get going in the year. Um, conditions, etc. But um, there's some good players in there. Matty Potts, he's a, he's a solid performer. So I'd expect solid. him to perform next week. Um, two more before we leave you. Debbie Knight, wow. Just wow on Leicestershire CCC for starters and maybe yes. a discussion about the need for a brave declaration to ensure a result with points for a draw now dropped. I think absolutely right. Yeah, I mean, they opened themselves up. Yorkshire did open themselves up to, to lose the game. They, they backed themselves to win the game with their bowling attack. But the risk is, like England have shown, if you do declare um, aggressively, you open up the, the, the loss, don't you? It's not the old safe declarations anymore. And that's what we want to see. Which game was it? Uh, Oh, I forget which one it was now, where it was a really easy declaration. Well, not was it 4-4-4 this set and they just didn't bother chasing it? Um, it was yeah, the... Lancashire. Lancashire, yeah, of course it was, yeah. yeah. Sorry, we spoke about too many games <laughs> and it's still early here. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, no, that's exactly, exactly. Mm. It should be incentivised to win a game. That's one mm. way you probably go, oh, take Great draw question. against the best team in the league. But Yorkshire yeah. would have put all the bets on going, we can beat Leicestershire. We're good enough to beat Leicestershire. Yeah. And the last one, it's just come in from James. Six in the can. Middlesex top order to get an Audi official sponsored car because the Audi logo is <laughs> zero, 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 zero. Nice. nice. I think we'll leave it at that, mate. That's a great final word. We will. Um, thank you so much for watching, everyone. Hope you've enjoyed it. You'll find all our socials down below. We're always tweeting at Leading Edge Pod. You can find us on every single podcast platform going. And we are going to catch you next time for County Championship Action Round 2. Sports 
Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.